Now we've been delivered from the law of sin and death. And the law of liberty reigns. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. just keep hearing, if you only knew what would happen if you would just open your mouth, if you only knew what would take place if you would just open your mouth, <laughs> it's so simple, because we do it, when we're outside of these walls, it's so easy to do it, everybody opens their mouth, everybody's got so much to say, if you only knew what would happen if you would open your mouth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shoki Arndi. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, as Noah exhorted us to begin to uh, release what God has put within us, I'm reminded of uh, what the word of the Lord said to the people of God in Leviticus when he talked about the priesthood. And we need to understand that each and every one of us are priests. Amen. We've been made priests unto our God. We're a kingdom of priests. Amen. And uh, the fire of God, when they inaugurated the tabernacle, the fire of God came supernaturally to light the uh, altar of sacrifice. 
that was not a fire that came through man's doing. It was a supernatural fire. But the role of the priest was to keep the fire burning. And they would keep that fire burning perpetually. And it says very clearly in the book of Leviticus, it says that the priest would put wood upon the fire. And that's exactly what Noah is saying. All he's exhorting you to do is put some wood on the fire. Amen? And what is the wood? It's our worship. It's our praise. It's our words. It's our actions towards the Lord. Amen? And that's how we put wood upon the fire. It is the responsibility of the priest to keep the fire burning. God has given the fire. We must keep the fire burning. And there's a lot of wet wood Christians, hello, that haven't stoked their fire in a long time. But it's time to stoke the fire. 2022 is coming upon us in just about six days and God has got some tremendous things in store for us in store for you but it's going to be in the midst of troublous and turbulent times times in which you will have to do what Daniel said they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits amen well, people who know their God understand that they got to keep the fire burning by continuously. It says at the. It says very clearly. It says in the morning, in the morning they would put wood upon that altar. In the morning, and they would stoke that flame, and they would do all their sacrifices on that fire. And I'm here to tell you, there's a lot of people doing a lot of sacrifice, but it's not being burnt by the right fire. It's been burnt by strange fire. Amen? But I'm here to tell you the fire of the Lord is in this house. The fire of the Lord is in you. The fire of the Lord is there. And we need to stoke it right now in the name of Jesus. Amen? So lift your voice unto the Lord. Put some wood upon the fire. Hallelujah. Put some wood upon the fire. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you salvation. We glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You're the name above all names. We give glory and honor to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You know, Hebrews says in, in chapter 10, it says that Jesus' flesh is the veil by which we enter. If you don't think you have access, you don't think you're worthy, that what's inside of everybody else isn't inside of you, if you have called on the sweet name of the Lord Jesus, He, listen, you don't qualify yourself. He qualifies you. 
It's his flesh that's the veil. John 14, 6 says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It gives whole new meaning to that his flesh is literally the way by which we enter into the presence of God. It's his flesh that was beaten and broken and bruised and torn and, and bloodied. Just as the veil was torn from top to bottom, the moment he gave up his spirit, so was his flesh torn and ripped apart so that we could enter into the presence of Almighty God. You don't qualify yourself. You are more than worthy. You are more than worthy. And he did it for you. And you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is anybody a son or a daughter of the one who sits on the throne? That was pretty weak. I'm sorry. That was really weak. Is anybody excited because they have Jesus inside of them this morning? Thank you, Father. Well, you guys can be seated. You can be seated, and we're going to keep going. You can love on somebody. It's time for tithing offering. Don't know what to do up here without the... It's really awkward, I feel like. Um, well, let's welcome our online audience. They are tuning in with us. If you guys would go ahead and give them a round of applause. It's so good to have you guys. Um, we love that you're tuning in with us. Uh, it's time to give. It's time to, to give back what's been given. And so we just want to give opportunity. Uh, there's so many different ways to give, so many different areas to give into. Um, and so if you would just um, lift up your title, I'm going to go ahead and pray over it. The ushers are going to stand. Uh, there's the text to give. If you're online, you can click the giving button. You can give there or the envelopes on the seat back. So, Father, I just give you praise. Lord, I just thank you. Father, we just thank you this morning. Lord, I thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we just rely on you. We just give ourselves to you as, as yielding vessels. Father, I thank you for the heart of every single person in here, for the gift and the giver, Father, that you multiply it way more than we ever could, that you do with it far more than we ever could. And so, Lord, I just pray that, that every heart in this place, as they give, Father, they just know that it's because you've already given everything that you have. And so, Father, we just give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Good morning, late church. Come on. What is that? You guys opening up your presents yesterday. Ah! What'd you guess? <laughs> Good morning, Lake Church. Hallelujah. Hey, Amen. I am so happy to be here. I, this is just an honor that we're here closing out the last service of this year. Can you believe we're here about to enter into the new year? Hallelujah. And this morning, the flame is being fanned. The flame is being fanned, and hallelujah, we're going to testify this morning. Did we enjoy uh, last time when uh, Rebecca Davis came up here and shared her testimony? Hallelujah, give her a round of applause. She did wonderful, but we have three people who are going to come up here and share their testimony. So we're going to hear three different testimonies 
that we call Christmas stories um, for this series, and um, it's going to be powerful. Are you guys ready? Yes. Hallelujah. So uh, our first guest, let's see here, Let me go ahead and get the microphone ready. All right, Craig and Alyssa Anderson, could you come up here, please? <laughs> Hallelujah. How are you guys? So good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> All right, go ahead and have a seat. Awesome. Okay. So, yeah, we'll make sure that. And when you guys talk, just make sure the microphone's just close to the, to the mouth. Uh, let me check that out here. All right, yeah, that's good. All right. <laughs> Who's doing the talking? All right. So, uh, Craig and Elisa, how, how long have you been here? I, I, we've been over. We've been here for about uh, about a little over a, a year. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and that's a thing. I just I just want to say how thankful that we are to see you here to um, to see that you are um, you're attending, you're plugged in, and um, we really. I just want to really ask you a couple of questions on um, really how you got here, and as well as what God has done in your life. So. Um, to each of you, can you tell me about your experience of coming to faith in Jesus, your, your own personal testimony? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, was raised in a household of uh, Lutherans. My mom and dad were Lutheran, and uh, I think my dad was actually, when he was being raised, he was Baptist, but he married my mom, and they became Lutheran, and uh, that house household was... Um, my sister and I and my mom and dad at that time, and uh, we always, we just went to church on Christmas and Easter, so it was one of those, and sometimes I, I think I would go to vacation Bible school, but that was it, okay. and um, uh, through a course of um, events, mm -hmm. you know, I ended up having a little brother that, uh, um, when I was 11, he was, he was born, and uh, he was at about a year old when he died. Mm. He was um, from neglect of a babysitter. Wow. So that was pretty traumatic on our family, and um, actually changed our whole family mm. forever. <laughs> yeah. And um, we, we lived in Oklahoma City. We moved out to a small town, Cashin. And um, that's where I met him. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, we started going to Piedmont First Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. And I kind of started getting involved in the youth program and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I think my dad bought me a, well, let me back up. When mm -hmm. At home, we had only the King James Bible. Yeah. And I remember looking at the pictures and trying to read it, and it was like, I don't even know what that said. Yeah. It's thee and thou and thou, thou and all that kind of stuff, you know. Anyway, my dad bought me a living Bible and um, started reading it, started getting involved in the youth program, and I started like, it's a living Bible, which was a living Bible, because boy, <laughs> it, it just, I could understand it and just came alive, yeah. you know. And so um, I accepted the Lord when I was about 15, 
and uh, um, like I said, being active there at the church and everything, yeah. and uh, that really kind of grounded me. I had a good youth man, youth director, and and everything. So um, awesome. That's how I became a Christian. Amazing. You know. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Craig, anyway. you want to go ahead and share yours? I, w I received Christ when I was six. Um, when I was six. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin, you told me, but I, uh, I was sort of a preacher's kid, but not a... I was a preacher's kid. You don't um, say. Yeah. <laughs> um, my dad was a Baptist minister for a few years uh, in Hawaii, and, uh, and then we were exiled to Oklahoma. Um, LAUGHTER and a, uh, and, and a Hawaiian in Oklahoma. <laughs> Hallelujah. Trust me, it's better to be here than there right now. So, um, anyway, so uh, I kind of grew up going to church or mm -hmm. through that. And uh, I remember my mom led me to Jesus. And I received Jesus at home. And so at six years old. And so I don't have as quite of in-depth, but... Yeah. That's how I received Christ. So six years old and 15 years old received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's amazing. Um, I want to ask, how, how, did you, how did you find out about Lake Church? Uh, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse and Lindley. Michael. Michael Gilry. Michael. Um, about two years ago, this coming February, two years from this February, we were remodeling our bathroom and our bedroom. Mm -hmm. And um, Terry's company was doing the glass in our shower. And Jesse and somebody came to do glass, the, the glass in the mm -hmm. shower, install it. And we started talking. And I don't know how we got there, <laughs> but we, you know, got to where, you know, we were both Christians yeah. and just started talking about stuff. And then. Jesse's, you know, hey, where do you go to church? And we were going to church, which is now Church on the Move West mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at that time. And, you know, he was telling me that he came here and invited us to come here. And at the time, it was like, eh, we're not coming here. You know, we're, <laughs> we're already somewhere else. But, I mean, but it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And, and he had, I mean, he was, um, he wasn't just, yeah, we go to Lake Church. I mean, he was, and you know, we go to Lake Church. Yeah. And it's yeah. great. And so anyway, that stuck in the back of my head. And then, I don't know, three or four months later, um, Michael Gilreath came to do an adjustment on the glass. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was around our kid's age, a little younger. But anyway, he just kind of started talking to me again about, kind of like Jesse. I mean, mm. you're Christians. Where do you go to church? We go to Lake Church. Yeah. And told me about all that. Anyway, and so... <laughs> You're doing good, Craig. You're doing great. And she said she didn't want to talk. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a microphone in your hands. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, through that, you know, the summer of the pandemic, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Every time somebody got a sneeze, they cho closed church for two months. Mm -hmm. And we had kind of had enough of that. Yeah. And um, in talking with Jesse and Michael, it sounded like Lake Church. I mean, I, I wasn't afraid. 
Now, mm-hmm. I know in the beginning there wasn't, you know, not a lot of people didn't know stuff, but I mean, after a while, Lake Church wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. And all these other churches were afraid. And it's, you know, where you place in your faith. Yeah. And we wanted to be part of that. Now, yeah. I'll be honest, when we first came, we were a little bit, oh, no, I bet they speak in tongues. <laughs> I bet everybody's running around, just, and we're going to go, what? <laughs> made you pretty uncomfortable. Well, you know. At, the, at first. No, because everybody wasn't around speaking in tongues, acting crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it was like, hey, okay. That's good. You tell, uh, can you tell me about the time when you first heard it here? Uh, yeah, Dora. Um, Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> And yeah, at first that was a little weird, and now it's kind of like, you just great. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, um, when we had last talked, you had said that um, when you were going, the church you were were going to, there was a void that was there. Um, There was something that was missing. You felt as if it was like, you know, it's not just get saved, go to church, die, and go to heaven. You know, there's something more to this. Can you, can you expand on that? Sure. Um, okay, I'll just say it. Pastor says that every now and then. Okay, I'll just say it. <laughs> um, you know, Baptists, you know, we did Tabernacle, you know, we've just been grilling for Jesus forever, you know? And it was all, I always thought there's something else. There's got to be something else. Then you receive Jesus, and then, in, I know this is my word, and then you wait to die. You know, I received Jesus, and my high water mark was six, and I just wait. And then I die, mm. go to heaven, and hey, then it's great. Mm. And I just always thought there's got to be more to this, but I never. I didn't know what that was, and nobody ever, you know, and you'd read things, and it didn't make any sense. You'd ask people, and they like, well, you know, that was for the early church. You know, it was nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there was just, how, did, how do I put this? Um, I couldn't become righteous to get saved, mm. and I can't in my own flesh. Yeah. Live for God after I'm saved. And I tried checking the boxes and it didn't work. Mm. And Kevin in his Romans, I mean, yeah. it was just like. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I've been doing that for decades. Trying to do I pray enough? Do I read the Bible enough? No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and there's more, there's more to it. Yes. Yes. I get eternal life now, yes. not in heaven. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. That was, so you'd say... That's life-changing to So once that happened, you, you were telling me about when you were baptized in, in, in the Holy Ghost. Tell me about that, when that happened. <laughs> um, last February, Kevin Powers, right? Kevin Powers, mm-hmm. I want to get his name, was here in... Uh, be honest, when I heard, you know, Kevin Powers, we're still new, it was like, oh, we're not going to that. No, we're, we're just not going to that. And I think he was here Sunday, on a Sunday, so we did mm-hmm. go to that. Yeah. 
And but we weren't planning on doing that. And then it was like, oh, that's there's more. There's more. Yeah. More. And then it was like, yeah, we are going to that. <laughs> and I don't remember which night it was, but we mm-hmm. were talking in the back with Jesse, and he just again came out and said, you know, you guys been baptized in the Holy Spirit. And we're like, no. And he's like, well, do you want to? And we're like, uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. given what we're hearing of that, yeah. why not? Why yeah. wouldn't you? And so we were baptized in the Holy Spirit right back there. Hallelujah. And Amen. No, well, that's true. Amen. Hallelujah. So you would say with that and finding out you know, your, your purpose and also finding out through the word of being a new creation, that you're not just making it on your own, that you're not just trying to get by, but you have a helper who's on the inside of you and you have revelation knowledge that's going to help you and empower you to do what you're doing right now is testifying of his goodness, testifying of um, what he has done in your life. It's just a, just a, a little piece of it, but I'd say this is that it's just so wonderful that that void has now been filled. Yeah. That, what you, that what you weren't able to get then, God so lavishly just bestowed upon you. And if he hadn't have done that, you know, you were telling me, you can't even believe what you're saying right now if we were to go back. Well, 14 months ago, if yeah. you would have said we'd be here talking about this, I'd said you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I do have to apologize to the people over here that we sit around. Why is that? Because for at least the first four or five months, as Pastor Greg or Pastor Kevin would uh, preach, yeah. we were over there going, and they'd be preaching, and we'd go, huh? And then we'd, my thought was, we're going to have to leave the church. <laughs> <laughs> talking about stuff that's and then we yeah. and then pastor would say well look it up so yeah I'd look it up yes. and it's like ooh that is in there what yes. I have I have read this bef- book before yes. and so I'm sure buddy over there was like god would those two shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good apology accepted <laughs> that's good <laughs> that's so good but hey that's what's so wonderful is that it's so important to discern Okay, go and find out for yourself. Don't just believe it because the pastor said it. But you go and you take it, and it should make you question some things because truth attacks those false ideologies, those things you heard from grandma a couple of years ago to say, this is what we should believe. It changes you, and it attacks with truth. That's the thing is truth. It sets you free. And you got to find out for yourself. And hallelujah. Let's go ahead and give them a round of applause. Thank you so much for sharing your testimony. Thank you guys so much. Perfect. All right. Thank you guys so much. Let's go ahead. I have Jaden Horton next. Go ahead and come up. Hallelujah. Hey, Jaden, how are you? Good to see you. Awesome. You did amazing for praise and worship as well. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. Thank you. And it's it's really crazy because the second song you sang, 
it ties into really your testimony. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it's just so wonderful that God has now given you the ability and position to sing right. your yeah. testimony. Right. I mean, because that's the thing, is praise and worship and the word. When you're singing the word, it's just like you're preaching it. Hallelujah. So you can, when you're praising and worshiping, you can be singing your testimony. Yeah. Hallelujah. So I want to ask you, Jaden, what was life before Christ? I know it's a big question, but just. Um, wow. Okay. So I'm going to start from the very beginning. Um, when I was born, sorry, when I was born, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, actually, fast forward two years. You know, I was born, blah, 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 two years, um, two years old. So I would sit in my dad's apartment and watch him do drugs in the kitchen. But, you know, two-year-old Jaden doesn't know what that is. You know, she's oblivious. And um, that took place from, like, two to five, I would say. And then I got mm. curious. I was like, hmm, what's dad doing in the kitchen? So I would walk over there and like, Dad, what are you doing? And he'd be like, go to your room, you know. And, you know, a five-year-old girl doesn't know, like, doesn't yeah. take that very well. She was hurt. And so then fast forward a little bit, my mom came back into the picture, and she was in jail. And um, at 10 years old, I watched my mom get taken away in a cop car over drug abuse and, um, writing checks and just certain things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of thoughts come to your mind when you see that, like, what, what do my parents do? Like, why are they getting taken away like that? What, like, it has to be bad. And it just took a big toll on my life. So from ages 10 to 15, I was constantly battling with depression, stress, mm -hmm. anxiety, constantly worrying about what was gonna happen next? You know, like, am I gonna survive the next day or am I gonna move, you know? And um, it's really hard. Um, but at the age of 16, I got into a very lustful relationship mm -hmm. and it taught me all the things that I was doing wrong. So this, this guy was very abusive to me with his words and he'd constantly put me down and so it was like an image of my dad. I found myself getting into a relationship with my dad. Mm. And, um, you know, just all the negative talk, like, who are you to think you can do this? And, like, you can't do that. Are you serious? You're going to go out for the basketball team? Have you seen how short you are? Like, just <laughs> dumb things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, Castlin, my cousin, my bestie, um, she really, she really brought me out of something that's, that was so painful, and she put me in my place, and um, I can never thank her enough for that, but one day in first hour biology, we were sitting there, and I was looking at her phone, and Area 51 had started this dance trend on their Snapchat stories, so they would tag someone from, like, you know, one of their friends from the youth group, and it would, the title was Dance with Joy. And so I kind of got curious. I was like, what are those people doing? Like, I had never heard of that. Like, <laughs> what the crap? And 
So, Kesslyn, Kesslyn had, um, she said, Jaden, look at this video, it's so cool. And I was like, you are weird, like, are you serious? Why would people be doing that? And she's like, get up and dance with me. I was like, are you joking? Like, you think I'm gonna get up in the middle of class and start dancing? She's like, well, I am. And I was like, well, I'm not going to, are you serious? And so, from there, she was like, hey, you should really come to the church that I'm going to. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And she was like, well, why not? And I said, because there's not a reason for me to go. I'm already broken. There's not any way I could be fixed. My life is a living hell, is what I told myself. Every single day, nothing could fix me. And so she was like, okay. So the next Wednesday, she's like, Jaden, are you going to come to church? And I said, no. She left it alone for a week. The next week, she invited me again. I said, no. She invited me again that next week. And I said, well, finally, okay, I'll, I'll go. Just shut up, is what I told her. And so I went. She came and picked me up from my house. And um, that night at Area 51, they were having an acoustic night, and all the chairs were set up in a U-shape, and worship was out in the middle of the floor, and I had previously been introduced to worship um, at my previous church, and I had led, and, but I didn't know who God was. I knew of him, but I didn't know who he was, and so when that acoustic night had happened, um, I truly experienced the love of God for, for what it was. It wasn't just a I didn't even like recognize who I was after I left that place. It was truly an experience that I will never forget, stepping in the doors of Area 51. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. So, so at that time you said it was just an acoustic night, mm -hmm. and you were telling me that the, the love of God yes. just completely just surrounded you and changed you and do you feel as if I mean I I just from what you were telling that was God himself yeah. wrapping his arms around you in that point because someone was bugging you and bugging you and bugging you to say come on come on come on yeah. and when you said man I, I'll, I'll just go just shut up I'll go in and still in that attitude still in that mindset he comes and he just wraps his arms yeah. around you in a time to where it's not just lights, it's not just uh, videos playing, it's not cameras, it's, it's just an acoustic guitar. Right. Right. And then God chooses to do that. It's just absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So from, so from there, from that happening, um, how has that changed you? Oh. <laughs> okay, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that next month, so I've been here for almost two and a half years, two and a half years in March, and we had a, it was a spring revive night at the campgrounds, and we were staying the night, and so uh, Pastor Trevor actually did not put me on the list, but you know, it's fine. I showed up anyway, and um, <laughs> he put me in a group with Montana and Brody and Kaylee. And so I did not know anybody, not, not no one, okay? 
So Castlin was like, I'm so sorry, Jaden. I'll see you later. And I was like, okay. So we went in our groups, and um, I got to evangelize, and I'd never done that before at all. I was like, this is so weird. I'm not talking to strange people. This is out of my comfort zone. But um, Montana taught me a lot, actually. And um, she kind of showed me that, you know, a lot of other people go through your struggles not knowing that they do. And so when you see someone, like, poor on the side of the road, you know, your heart hurts, but, like, don't you want to know their story? Like, what happened? How can you help? And so that's what Montana taught me. And from there, after that, fast forward to camp. That was my first year at camp. It was amazing. And Pastor Trevor introduced me to JL. And from there, I got started on the worship team here. Awesome. Hallelujah. Are we thankful for her on the worship team and thankful for her serving here? Hallelujah. We are, we are so incredibly thankful for you. Um, what you bring to praise and worship, what you bring to the church, your atmosphere, you can tell that you have experienced, you have had a, an incredible revelation of his love so much that it has to come out to anyone that's around you. And you can tell her that that's not who you were. But he, he made that happen. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful and so thankful that you came uh, this morning to tell your testimony. Go ahead and give a round of applause. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I, I, I want you to see that with this, with... Um, with Craig and Elisa, they, the Holy Spirit was what, fill, was what filled that void. And for her, when she was talking, we were, we were talking before this, she explained that it was the love of God. See, these, these things are different, but they all come from the same source. Hallelujah. And that God wants to reveal himself to you. And I am so thankful because I would not be here if I was relying on what God did for my parents. Instead, he wants to be in a relationship with me. And he wants to show himself faithful and wants to show his love and his grace and his mercy towards me. That is what is so amazing and what is so powerful about your testimony. We said it this morning, open your mouth. Not for praise and worship, but open your mouth to testify of his goodness. Because Jesus said, if you test about, testify about me, I'm testifying about you to my Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, our last guest, Dora, come up here. I'm so happy you're here, and I know you're always ready. I am. <laughs> so God's if, so good to me. Yes, yes, hallelujah, he is good. I, um, I just want to ask, what, um, coming before Christ, what did life look like? 
I was in the dungeon. I was in the dark. Actually, I'm, I'm a survivor <laughs> from the dungeon. Because really, Satan tried to take my life so many times. I've been shot at. Uh, Mother's Day of 86, uh, five guys rushed in my house and played Russian roulette on my head, pulled the trigger three times. And who was there? God was there. I didn't know it then because I didn't know Jesus. But I know it now. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank Hallelujah. you, Jesus. <laughs> yes, yes, that's wonderful. So uh, you were talking about with everything that we were going through, you had explained that as soon as you got baptized, everything yes. changed. Why, why would you say that? Well, let me start with when I come out of prison second time. <laughs> that's, how, that's how strong the devil is out there. It don't matter how much trouble you get in or how far he takes us down. <laughs> he'll keep pulling. You know, he'll keep blinding us from the word. You know, so when I came out of prison in 2010, I was like, I want to be a grandma. I want to be a good grandma. I had a granddaughter while I was in prison. That what I didn't get to be there for her. Mm. Let me get my napkin. Cause I know hey, I'm you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I told God while I was in prison, I said, God, you got to change me this time. I can't go back out and do the same thing I've been doing. I want to be a grandma like my grandma was to me. So when I came out of prison, everybody wants to do good when you come out of prison, but it ain't that way. The devil's right there. Strong. Stronger than he was before you went in because he wants you back. Yeah. He wants you back in the streets to be where you're, you were when you once did. But, you know, this is, and it's so crazy because this is so good. He told me, he goes, if you go back to dealing dope, he goes, you're stealing from my children. And I was like, oh, Father, I never even realized. He goes, are you going to steal from your grandchildren like that too? I was like, oh, my God, I never even realized that when I pull up to their house and I sell them my pocket full of dope, I'm stealing their, their grocery money. I'm stealing their rent money. They're fixing to be out on the street because why? I took the money and I went to the casino. <laughs> I didn't even think. But God told me, you're stealing from my children when you do that. And you know, now that when I see that, I think, oh, my God. I get on my knees and I just pray. <laughs> you know, I want to pray forth yeah. for people like me that was once in the dark. You know, yes. we got to be careful because it's strong. Yeah. And so when I came out of prison, I was like, Father, you got to save me. So I rededicated my life. And... But it just, it wasn't enough. The streets were still calling my name. Hmm. Even though I rededicated my life and I started reading the word. And I started reading the word. And actually the Bible that I started reading was the Bible I got while I was in prison. <laughs> you know, because when I started giving my life in prison, the word kept me out of the yard. Because the yard you get entangled. And then before you know it, they'll trick your time off and you'll do more time. And it's so crazy because a lot of people that go to prison end up doing more time than they got sentenced because they just can't be good in prison, you know. And you and everybody else, if you go in their room and sit on their bed or something, they'll trick you off. And you got 90 more days, you know. Or they'll take you down to a level and you got a whole n yeah. bunch more days. Yeah. So you have to really be careful because it's just as... Actually, sometimes it's worse because the drugs are real heavy in prison too. I mean, they want to give them to you. 
you just got to go see the doctor and you know mm. and and just put your name on the list and they'll give it to you no problem <laughs> you know that's another bad thing about prison mm. you know so i was like father I, I really need to change so once i got out and i got baptized i actually i not yeah i just gave my life to god mm -hmm. rededication yeah. i started going to church and and everything and the streets are still calling my name i still see them women and actually, at the time, I was dating the woman, the love of my life, that we had been off and on for the last 25 years. And um, I decided I wanted to be baptized. So I got baptized, and I couldn't sleep with her no more. <laughs> God says, nope, you can't have her no more. You are mine. Hallelujah. So... I went home, and I was like, I'm sorry, but God says I can't sleep with you no more. You know, and she's like, what? I'm like, yeah. And I couldn't even hold her no more. God took that away. I died to myself, and I was raised new in Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. So then my life really started changing. I was like, oh, yes, I want more of this. So it wasn't, you know, man teaches us wrong. The word teaches us right. Yes. And we have to get into the word. Yeah. The word is what changes us. If we can't be truthful when we read that word, then see you because that's how we get it. Yes. We got to read the word because just listening to somebody, we'll walk out and forget what they said. Mm. But reading the word, yeah. it transforms us inside out. Yes. You yeah. know? And so that's how I... I started reading the word and reading the word, and then I moved out here to the country and to Turleton, and I started going here. And when it was over there, and actually, I was just so on fire for God because I'd just been in the word, mm -hmm. in the word, in the word, in the word. I wanted, to, I wanted a new <laughs> life. Yeah. You know, I didn't want that old life because wow. it's just, it's torment. It's torment. And people just don't even know. And when I go out and serve the homeless, I cry because they're lost. I want them to see Jesus through me. I want them to know the personal relationship. Because, you know, I'm a preacher's daughter, too. Mm -hmm. And when they found out I was gay, they cut me out of every family photo. There's not a family photo, one, of my family with me in it. Mm -hmm. Because I choose to be homosexual. Well, God has taught me that, you know, he wiped off the face of the earth. Because of homosexuality. Wow. When I realized that, and when he told me I wasn't going to enter the kingdom of heaven, <laughs> it really changed me. Mm -hmm. It changed. And I, so everybody, I tell them, you know, keep your body in check with God. Yeah. Because that's what's important. We're spirit with him. Yeah. It's not this flesh going on. Mm -hmm. It's our yeah. spirit. Yeah. You know, so we have to keep that in check. And keep that perversion out of our eyes, or we'll never see the truth about God's word. Yeah, it blinds us. Yes. No, I mean it so blinds us. I think it's is that what you said is the the huge emphasis on the word, and what the word had to say about it made you see the truth see behind the truth. it because you were so blinded by Satan and in, in the system. Yes. That you were hungry to know 
if there's, yes. give me something better. Give me something yes. that that goes against this, that sets me free from it this. Sets that, me free. Exactly. And so when you were saying that the word was all that you wanted to read and yes. all of that, so when it comes to, to uh, telling other people, did you go right into that? Right no. Actually, when I first started Bible school, I didn't know how to tell people. I was like, I really want to go, but how do I tell people? And I didn't even know how to pray then. I, I didn't know what prayer was, just talking to God. You know, I was like, I asked Jesse, what's prayer? I didn't know. A lot of us don't. A lot of us lost souls that were out there don't know what prayer is. Mm. And prayer is just talking to God. Just searching your own little self. Yeah. And saying, God, I have this trouble. Yeah. Please help me with it. Yeah. That's prayer. Yeah. And when you see other by, somebody else with it, we are his vessels, and if you want to see signs, miracles, and wonders, you need to step up and pray for them so that you'll see them signs, miracles, and wonders because they're supposed to follow after us, not after someone else. Yeah. And if you want to see that in your life, we've got to step up and be that vessel yes. for Jesus. Yes. You know, because Hallelujah. he's in us. Once <laughs> yes. we accept him, he's in us. Yes. We, we, we say, I need you. I, I want you. We already have him. Yes. We've got to tap into it. Yes. You know? Hallelujah. And he's been showing me that so much here lately. Yeah. When, when I'm screaming out to him, he says, you already have it, my child. Yeah. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I'd say, thank you. I'd say this is that you, he has done so much for you. Yes. And there's so much that's in you from the word you've been putting in, from, yes. the, from the relationship that you have in him, that it's almost like you can't contain. I can't. It has to come out. I want everybody to see Jesus. It has to come out. <laughs> That's you right. said, Here's the thing. <laughs> and she started not knowing what prayer was. Yeah. And she started <laughs> not knowing how to even tell a person about Jesus. That's right. But here she is. She speaks the name of Jesus louder than anyone in this room. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are the definition of unashamed. Oh, <laughs> he is my righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. It's just there's so there's so much the grace and the mercy of God. Yes. Has changed you. Yes. It has changed you because you. I, my, I love my that. own family. Don't even know me. <laughs> As a, yeah, you said you went to a different name. You, yes, I know. Yes. I once was D in the real world, yeah. but God told me, you need to go by your real name, Dora, the name I gave you. Hallelujah. And because the old is, me is gone, and I don't even see the old me ever in my life. You yes. know, a couple of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and I have to capture them and say, oh, Father, please yes. take that thought from me. Yes. Because if we don't, yeah. that thought will run us over. Hallelujah. And take us down. And next thing you know, we think, what happened? It's that stupid little thought that took you down. <laughs> we got to be careful yeah, with them. Yes. That's the thing is with, with that and you just saying that, it's just, it's absolutely incredible what God has done and how, how huge of a light you are. You know, it's just place. surrendering. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what, uh, it's all it is is saying, I, yes, I have that problem. Yes, I am that. Yes, Father, please help me through that because, you know, I was all that. I was the worst of the worst. 
Yeah. You know, I, I did it all yeah. from being a sugar mama to a sugar daddy, however you want to put it. You know, I, I yeah. wasn't a sugar mama, I was a sugar daddy. And, you know, I, they <laughs> even last week, as I was around some of my old friends, they called me Daddy D. I said, no, I'm no longer once that. I'm a child of God, Amen. and my name's Dora. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's just wonderful that in this, she would have never thought. Never. She'd be here. And to know that she, what, her life wasn't changed, she was given a new name. That's right. And, what, and whatever the Satan gives you, the world gives you, God says, I want to give you a new name. Yes. I want to give you a new life. I'm going to put my life, and I'm going to put Jesus on the inside of you. Yes. Hallelujah. It's just, this is just to testify of the goodness of God, to testify that we have a Jesus, and if you don't know Jesus, I'm telling you, there's no greater gift. That's right. There's no, no greater, greater gift. gift. Hallelujah. And that's the thing is that I know we, we celebrate the holidays and we do that a lot. And that's what we look forward to the most. But there's no gift that will change you from the inside out. That's right. There's no gift that will change the way you see life and the cha change the way you see people. Because I'm telling you, you need to start saying your testimony more and you need to be willing to hear testimonies more. Because that's exactly what pride does. Yes. Pride gets in the way to say, I'm too good to even tell anyone about what God has done for me. And also, I'm too good to hear from anyone. Come on. I'm telling you, our testimonies are the weapon we have, and it's backed by the blood. It's backed by the blood Amen. of Jesus. And that's I feel what we if have. You're, if you feel like you're too good to hear from someone else, Open the good book. Read the word. Yeah. Read the word. The word is what changes us, not what somebody just sitting next to you don't. You know, they can make you angry about it, but open the book. Open the word. The word is God. And the, God wants to love on each and every one of us, and God wants to fill each and every one of y'all. Yes. But if you don't open the word, you're never going to receive. You, you can't receive from other people. Yes. You can only receive what God has for you. We're uh, all in different walks. Yes, yes. That's the thing is that he wants a relationship with just you. Just you. And, and that, the only yes. way is yeah. God's word. Yes. That's Hallelujah. the only way. Hallelujah. You know, because I can listen to you all day long, but until my eyes meet the word, that's what gets in. Yes. We have to get our physical eyes. Yes. In the word, yes, for it to transform us. So good, you know. Or we're not going to be transformed. We're still going to be in our own pattern thought. We're going to still be in the own world, you know. But everybody else's thought, not yeah. our own, yes. not what God has taught us. Yes, because it's God that teaches us and, and changes us. Yes, not we ourselves. Because we ourselves, if we could have changed it, we would have did it right. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. But we can't. And anytime you're stumbling, open the book. The book is our life. The book is 
God's word that wraps around us and loves us and pulls us through no matter what we're going through. Yeah. And I promise you, no matter what you're going through, God will open the book where you need it to be. Yes. He will. That's his word. That's his promise. That's his love for each and every one of us. Yes. You know, I, I want to stress that so much to everybody yeah. out there. Yeah. That, you know, if you don't want to listen to somebody else, pick up a good book. And read the good book. Yes. Because the good book is what's going to change you, not what somebody else's opinion is. Yes. It's what God has for each and every one of us. Yes. Because we all think different. We all act different. We all walk different. Mm -hmm. We are all different. Yeah. So God's word has to sink in you to change you for you. Yes. He's got to sink in me because of, and change me for me. Yeah. Like every one of us. So... Yeah. To humble yourself and just read the book, that's what's going to change us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to I want to open this up as an invitation to anyone with these testimonies. They go out in power. And when we testify of his goodness, it is I know that is going towards hearts here and online. If there's anyone here, I want uh, ministers to come forth. And I want you to know that if you feel as if there's an empty void, we have something called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And you can get baptized in the Holy Ghost this morning. And I want you to know, of course, if you know that if you're doubting that you're saved, get saved. <laughs> Say his name out of your mouth. Believe it in your heart. And hallelujah, you're saved. You've been delivered. And you're now a son and daughter of the, the, the king. Hallelujah. Yes. But I want you to know also, if you are needing his love, his love that Jaden experienced, it is here. It is here. And he will show his love to you. Yes. Hallelujah. And also, with this, I say, your, your testimony speaks of the grace and the mercy that empowers you to live yes. the way you live. Yes. It is by his grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. And this, I want you to know, if you come to the altar, grace and mercy is for you. His love is for you. His spirit he wants on the inside of you. Yes. Hallelujah. It is here. And with the Holy Spirit, he takes the blinders off us. If you don't feel like you can read the word and you're not understanding, come get baptized in the Holy Spirit and watch you be understanding. Because he will open your eyes from the blinders. Yes. You know, we need the Holy Spirit for our God. Yes. It, without being baptized in the Holy Spirit, we stumble more. Yeah. We don't see the truth that we really need to see. Yes. The Holy Spirit lights up our path. Yes. It keeps us in that narrow path that we need to stay on. Yes. You know, and, and it will remind us, oh, oh, God God says, oh, we can't do that. Let's get back over here. Yeah. You know, but yes. without that, I didn't feel, I didn't have that direction. Mm. You know? Yeah. I, I, I was just, I was still wondering and pondering and, and being led astray. Yeah. You know, but once I get received the Holy Spirit, whoo, it lit up my path. Yes. It pulled the blindness off so I really was getting the truth of God's word. Yeah. Because the devil still, just being saved, is not good enough. 
He will get into your thoughts and make you think that is not what you read. That's why it's so important, so important to be baptized. And it's the next free gift. That's what's so great about it. (laughs) But he's what guides us and pulls that blinder off and, and allows us to say, oh, no, not today, Satan, for I only serve one God and my God only. Yes. You know, other than that, if we ain't got that Holy Spirit, we can be led astray very easy. Yes. So y'all be careful. Be very careful. Yeah. Because we are children of God, and we need to stay on that path. Y'all see it's the end of times. We see it all out there. And we need to be that light and that vessel out in the world to save every lost soul out there. We need to have that soft heart in us to say, oh, Father, help me humble myself so I can go talk to that person. They seem lost. Yeah. We need to stand up and be that. Yes. That's what God has called us to do. Yes. And the only way is through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes. The Holy Spirit gets us bold. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit gets us out there. Yes. The Holy Spirit will take off that shyness that you've got and say, I need to help that person. Yes. I, I need to show them Jesus. Yes. You know, we yeah, need, we need yeah. to, as the children of God of this church, and I know every one of y'all, <laughs> we need that. <laughs> we need that. So if y'all have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, I encourage you. Yes. I encourage you because it will, it will light up your path, and you will be on fire. Yes. You will be on fire. It will set that fire <laughs> down deep in your soul. <laughs> Yes, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. So I, I just want that, hallelujah. These are free gifts. These are free gifts given because of what Jesus did. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and give a hand to Dora. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So yeah, so if there's, if there's anyone if there's anyone where you need prayer, um, if ministers can f- come forth, please. Um, if you need prayer for anything, if you're not sure you're saved, if you'd like the free gift of the, Holy, uh, of the baptism of the Holy Ghost and evidence of speaking in other tongues, it's here. Gifts of healing is a free gift given because of what Jesus did. It's a free gift. All you have to do is receive it. It is not by what you do. It is not by anything that you would say. It is by you taking action to say, I'm going to receive something I don't deserve. And it's mine. Hallelujah. It's here. It's here. So if, it's, if there's any one of you, come up here and get prayer. I want your, your need met. Hallelujah. I want your need met before you walk out the doors. Hallelujah. Go ahead and... Uh, We can go ahead and close the service as well. Glory to God. You guys blessed by those testimonies this morning? Let's give each one of them a hand. Thank you guys for being uh, courageous enough to get up in front of everybody and share those testimonies. I know I've been blessed by it. Uh, I just heard the, the Lord say strongly that the microphone's dead.
so we've, there we go. Praise the Lord. So anyway, just to encourage you to uh, rehearse your own testimony, the words very clearly overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So it's not just